Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my regular weekly radio program. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. I am here every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays. Today, the program will really be composed of two parts. In the first part, I'm going to present information about essential oils uh, through an interview which I did with Jean Oswald, who is an aromatherapist and a, a registered nurse. Uh, this particular part of the program will involve first a general preview of what essential oils are, how they work, and why you might be interested in learning more about essential oils or actually using them to address certain specific symptoms. And then we're going to move to direct you to actually watch a YouTube video. It's a two-part video of a woman who's the wife of an individual who has Parkinson's actually applying essential oils on this particular man's back. Uh, the man reports that he's getting significant relief from his symptoms, so that's all very, very encouraging. So uh, Gene Oswald will also uh, be discussing that particular video because she's the one who took it, and she actually knows these individuals. So um, it's going to be an exciting program in that you're going to find out not only basic information about essential oils, but also you're going to actually see a demonstration of essential oils being applied to an individual who has the symptoms of Parkinson's. And then in the second component of the program, I'm going to talk a bit about the history of Parkinson's and a quite exciting revelation which just came out in the journal Neurology just last month about a particular treatment that was applied by Charot, who is a, uh, a medical doctor from the late 1800s, which uh, had been uh, quickly abandoned, uh, but now has actually resurfaced just in the last couple of months. So that's quite an exciting discovery. I'll tell you what that is all about in the second part of the program. So what we're going to now do is to play for you a segment of an interview that I, that I did with Gene Oswald where there's just some basic information about essential oils. This particular interview is taken from my uh, Pioneers of Recovery series where I interview individuals who both have the symptoms of Parkinson's and individuals who are healthcare practitioners of one vintage or another who are using certain therapies and approaches that are giving individuals wonderful relief from their symptoms. So here is Gene. Oswald. First question is, when I use the word essential oils, what is, what is that? What is an essential oil? Well, that's a great question to start with because it would help us get on the same page. Essential oils are actually the liquid extract, the lifeblood of plants, trees, shrubs, etc. And they are very carefully, slowly distilled with steam distillation over low temperatures, low pressure, over a long period of time. And they're very different from what you would consider uh, perfume-grade oils that you can go into a store and buy over-the-counter right now. So they're actually, you know, nature's medicine right from the earth, and they will be much more potent then let's say if you grow peppermint or basil in your garden and you dry those herbs and crush them and put them into tea or something, that's different from an essential oil because the oil is, first of all, somewhat live in its concentrated form, and so it will be far more potent than dry herbs. But they're you know, wonderfully smelling, and they have many medicinal properties to them. So if I were interested in getting some essential oils to help with my symptoms and I had uh, tremors and rigidity, would I, let's say, go and purchase at a health food store a a 12-ounce bottle of essential oils, and then after I took my bath, uh, put it on my body as I might put any kind of lotion on? Well, you're asking me great questions, Bobby, because actually if you did that, you might not have the reaction that you're hoping for. 
there are many people who don't know about the importance of using a therapeutic-grade essential oil, and so they will do just that. And I'll give you an example of what could happen. Let's say you love the smell of lavender, and you go into your local natural food you know, health store, and you see lavender on the counter, and you um, buy it, and you bring it home, and you put it on your kitchen counter, and let's say a week later you're cooking, and you burn yourself on the fry pan, and you remember that lavender oil is frequently helpful for burns, and you go to reach for that bottle, well, that bottle of lavender could actually have lavendin in it in a greater concentration than lavandula augustifolia, lavendin can actually turn a second-degree burn into a third-degree burn. So then you'll be worse off than when you started. So my point is that, no, it's not a good idea to go into a natural food store and buy a bottle of oil that has a label on it that says, you know, organic, you know, pure grade. What I'm saying is that you really need to know your distiller. And if I can just push the point a little farther, I would tell you that in Europe, like especially in France, physicians have been prescribing essential oils for decades now, but they have relationships with their distillers. They know that they're getting a pure therapeutic-grade essential oil. And what I mean by that is that it's not extracted with solvents and with chemicals that... Um, can cause adverse reactions. The distillers that um, are really um, caring about using the oils for medicinal purposes, they will do those things I told you at the beginning. They'll distill um, at low pressure, low temperature over long periods. And then they will actually um, be able, these specific oils will be able to be tested in a laboratory with an instrument called a gas chromatograph. And, and it will show the percentages of compounds in the oils. So I know I'm probably getting more technical than maybe you need, but it really matters that you, that you know the source of your therapeutic-grade oil. How would I know which particular essential oil is going to help me? Well, are you asking me, like... Um, peppermint versus lavender, or are you asking me, how do you know where to get a good oil? No, it would be, at this point, uh, what type of oil would really help the symptoms that I actually have? So let's say if I do have tremors and rigidity, yeah. uh, is there a standard uh, list of oils that will be helpful for those symptoms? Um, not necessarily a standard list, but you can certainly go online and you know, you could Google essential oils for muscle tension or muscle rigidity and see what you could find. But as an aromatherapist, I can tell you, you know, the books that I've, you know, both studied from and learned the most from, there are desk references out there. There's um, books by um, Daniel Penwell, P-E-N-O-E-L. He's written one of my favorites, just about home, home health care with essential oils and having a basic kit of oils. But um, I, I would recommend, you know, talking to an aromatherapist like myself or, you know, working with physicians who understand essential oils or, you know, furthering your own education and, you know, learning about more. Usually people can't get educated on every topic, so they go to a specialist. So I do consultations, for example. There are many aromatherapists around the country who do consultations, that kind of thing. Uh, now, you live in Rochester, New York. If I lived in uh, California, would I be able to get a consultation with you? Oh, sure. Sure, I have a phone. Yep, I do phone consultations. And so we would basically talk about uh, what the issues are that, that are up for me, and you would be able to sort through recommendations for what essential oils might help? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm a registered nurse, and you and I talked a little bit about you know, some of the basic roots of, you know, what causes Parkinson's and, you know, just thinking about the idea of toxins and trauma and nutrition. Essential oils and nutrition supplements that have oils in them 
can be so powerful in helping people find relief. So you're an aromatherapist. Uh, let's say that I did a consultation with you and you recommended certain essential oils uh, that I take and I was, I was able to acquire those either from you or from some source. Uh, how does the therapy work? Do I, do I smell it? Is it aromatherapy so I don't actually put it on my body or do I, do I put it on my body? Uh, good question. Um, there's actually many ways to use oils. Yes, you can smell them. Um, that's one way. Yes, you can put them on the body, on the skin. That's another way. You can take them internally in capsules or in teaspoons of honey. There are different schools of thought, like the Germans recommend inhalation only. The French recommend ingestion and topically undiluted on the skin. And the British or the English prescribe dilution, you know, primarily in massage. I believe in, you know, using all of those methods to get the best results. But just a couple of ideas with Parkinson's, let's say the muscle rigidity, aromatherapy massage would be wonderful. I um, could tell you about a, a study that was done by an aromatherapist who's written books uh, for health professionals. She did a study with some Parkinson's um, clients and found that aromatherapy massage was very beneficial in easing pain and rigidity and um, you know, movement in general. So, yes, you know, there's many ways to use them, and I could explain it fairly easily over the phone. So you're listening to my interview with Jean Oswald, aromatherapist and registered nurse, who just explained to us some of the uh, the basics that we need to know about essential oils. Now I can go to the next level, which is a demonstration of an essential oil application technique called NAT that Gary Young has invented over just the last year. Gary Young is the president and founder of a company called Young Essential Oils. That happens to be a very well-known, very well-respected company that actually manufactures pure essential oils. And I'm pretty sure that's the company that Jean uses to acquire the oils that she uses for her clients. Now, Gary Young has experimented with uh, applying one particular type of oil and another and oils in combination and has identified the application of six different essential oils in a treatment that he uses for individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's with, I might say, wonderful results. Now, what we're going to see is now an actual demonstration of this particular technique uh, by an, a woman who uh, is married to a man who has Parkinson's. Now, what I want to do uh, before I actually play for you Jean's discussion of this uh, particular video is to direct you to where you can find this video so you can watch it, hoping that you're near a computer, as she actually discusses what you're seeing on the video. So now you're probably wondering, okay, how do I find the link to the videos that I need to see? The answer is, what you need to do is to go to the Parkinson's Recovery Blog. There are different ways to get there, but let me give you the URL address that you can actually type into your browser. That particular address is www.blog, B-L-O-G, dot, Parkinson's Recovery, that's all one word, so that's spelled P-A-R-K-I-N-S-O-N-S-R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y dot com. That's the whole address, so that's H-T-T-P colon slash slash, then you have your standard www, and then the main address is dot blog, B-L-O-G dot Parkinson's Recovery, all one word, dot com. When you get to that particular 
page, which is where I report uh, letters that I receive from individuals who are getting wonderful relief and other information, you'll see for September 16th an entry for essential oils and Parkinson's. And in this particular entry, you'll see down in the middle a uh, couple of links at YouTube. There's a part one link and there's a part two link. It's divided up because uh, the uh, each of the videos is about five or six minutes long. So what you see is a session that lasts about nine or ten minutes. So th this is uh, actually wonderful for you to look at while you're actually listening now to my interview with Jean Oswald as she actually discusses what you are seeing in the videos that you are actually watching. So if you're a dual tasker, you could probably listen to both what is on the video in terms of discussion, and you can also listen to what Gene is saying. Or if you're a single ta tasker like myself, you might want to turn the volume off of one and just watch and listen to what she's actually saying. She's the one that you hear in the background on this particular video who's answering the questions and asking questions. So now what I'm going to do is to play Gene's uh, explanation of what you are seeing uh, when you click on the YouTube videos. Again, you can get to those by going to the Parkinson's Recovery blog, uh, the URL address I just gave you. If that's been lost, you can go to the main website, parkinsonsrecovery.com, which is readily available. Uh, all you have to do in any search engine is to enter the word Parkinson's and then also enter the word recovery. This is the first site that comes up in the search engines. You click on that and you'll see on the main page, it's a very simple main page, you'll see blog. So you click on that. That takes you to the blog, September 16th. That's where the links are to the uh, particular essential oil technique invented by Gary Young that you now see being applied. So here's now Gene Oswald's explanation of what you are looking at in the videos that hopefully you have now been able to connect to on YouTube and you are now watching. Again, if you're not able to watch those videos at the present, don't worry. Her explanations are, 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 are helpful as they stand alone, even if you're not able to see the videos as she talks. Here's Gene, Gene Oswald on this video. Uh, that you actually sent to me, there's a voice in the background that's asking questions. Who is the voice? <laughs> that's me. <laughs> this is actually a video I just made within the last month of a colleague of mine. Her name is also Jean, and she is the wife giving this technique to her husband, whose name is Jim, and I just drove across town as soon as I heard that he had Parkinson's and that she was giving this treatment to him every night. And a friend that we have in common actually told me that she was doing this and she was saying that she felt like she got her husband back by giving him this treatment. And she just started the treatment in December. So... You can hear on the video, I'll let people listen to it, of course, but you can hear on the video where she's actually describing what he was like before she started the treatment and what has happened very quickly with her giving him the treatment. As I watched the video, one of the big effects that apparently happened immediately was that uh, Jim had been having significant problems with sleeping literally unable to sleep, and I think she said that uh, uh, the first evening after she gave him the first treatment, he had a wonderful evening of sleep, and it, that's continued since she's uh, done all the treatments. That's right. That's really quite amazing, and I know there was also a reference to some tremoring, although I, it didn't sound like uh, Jim's uh, major challenge was tremors, but that he did have a, a mild tremor, and that that also had been relieved significantly, so she was... Uh, uh, almost giddy with excitement about the results that she was getting with uh, with the essential oils. That's right. And the reason I actually put you know the video on here is because I wanted people to see how easy this is, you know, for a lay person to learn and be doing this on a daily basis. Like you said, she's not a nurse or you know any healthcare professional. Just a a wife who loves her husband and wants to, you know, see if she can do something that has been purported to be helpful. So I thought it was very exciting to actually have the experience with the two of them, and they were very happy to share the information.
Oh, that's really precious. Well, one of the things I really like about the video is that when we were doing the interview for Pioneers of Recovery, uh, we were both uh, working on trying to describe what an essential oil looks like and what the size of the bottle is and what you get when you use an essential oil. And the uh, the magical part of this particular video is that you can actually see what the bottles look like. They are you know relatively small, and you can see how much of the bottle is used uh, for each of the applications. So it's a really nice demonstration of how the essential oils can actually be applied to the skin. That's right. And even though you might be, you know, putting out a couple hundred dollars to buy the oils to start, they last a little while because, like Jean says in the video, she only uses about six six of each oil, six drops of each oil. So the smaller bottles have about 80 drops in them, and the larger bottles have between 250 and 300 drops of essential oil in them. But they're, the, in my opinion, the best oils on the market. And they and where do the oils come from? I buy them from Young Living, and Jean also uses Young Living essential oils. So you can get them on my website. Um, if we do the contact information later, they're on my website. So um, I have actually personally received something you talk about in Pioneer's Recovery, which is called raindrop treatment, which can be, which is, I can uh, testify, is very, very effective. The technique that, that we actually see in this video, however, is not the raindrop. It's something else. Can you talk about exactly what she's doing? Sure, I can. And I've got the video on myself to just uh, kind of give me little ideas here. Uh, this is called noricular technique, and it's abbreviated NAT. And noricular technique developed by a naturopath named Gary Young, who founded Young Living Essential Oils, and sometime I'll have to tell you his story. But Young Living um, sells these oils, and Gary has been in Ecuador for the last few years, I would say pioneering many naturopathic um, remedies in a clinic that he's opened in Ecuador. And noricular technique actually focuses on the brain and the spine. Um, you can see where Gene is starting um, up near uh, the top of his neck. I was illustrating when the video opens how I believe the spot to start is uh, underneath the occiput bone. So if you reach your hands behind your head right now and you feel the back of your head, your occiput goes across from right to left, and right under that, in the very middle of your head, going, sliding your fingers down from the occiput, you feel a small depression in there, and that is the top of the brainstem. It's called the locus coryleus, and just to give you a very brief um, anatomy and physiology, that top of the brainstem is actually frequently congested in most of us. And there are a number of reasons why it gets congested. But working on this part of the brain will actually open up communication between the brain. So when hormones, neurotransmitters, things like that need to get up and down the spinal column, focusing on this part, uh, the top of the brainstem, will actually decongest that and bring better communication for the body-mind connection. So that's really important. And Gary developed this technique understanding the power of essential oils and um, the stimulation of this part of the body. So combining the two of them, um, he developed this technique, and now it's being used specifically with Parkinson's patients but it's helpful for much more than just Parkinson's. I think the reason it's helpful with Parkinson's is because the neurological um, connection to the brain and then all the messages that need to happen throughout the body can really be promoted using this technique. What are the different essential oils, or at least some of them, that she's using in these videos? What are they called and what are they supposed to do? Um, there are only six that she's using in this demonstration, and I can tell you they are frankincense, valerian, vetiver, Roman chamomile, 
cedarwood, and sandalwood. And while each of these oils is specific um, in what it can do, they also are high in sesquiterpenes. So when they cross the blood-brain barrier, let me just tell you a couple ideas of the things they do. Essential oils will carry oxygen to the receptor sites around the hypothalamus, the pineal, and the pituitary glands. So improving the oxygenation of the brain can really help with brain fog. It can help um, those glands secrete and do the things they're supposed to in the body. The essential oils will also dissolve petrochemicals, and they will support and strengthen the immune system. So there's really a lot of things that they will do. It may be hard for some people to uh, accept that just a few drops of these essential oils really have that much of a significant effect. Can you explain how that works? Well, um, let's see. Essential oils come from the earth. So if you like the idea of, you know, God giving us the earth and the plants um, to support us and strengthen us, I love it that this is natural medicine. Um, these are, of course, not perfume-grade oils, which is what you would buy over the counter. These oils come direct from a distillery where they're very carefully and slowly um, distilled, and low temperature is used, low pressure. They take their time with the distillation process, and then they um, put the oils through a, a large machine called a gas chromatograph and mass spectrometer to actually measure the percentage of different chemicals, different compounds inside the essential oils. And each of those compounds will have different healing qualities. So it might be hard for people to think that essential oils can be effective, but if you're really using 100% liquid extract from the plant, they actually do have therapeutic qualities. And just like there's a physician desk reference, which is abbreviated a PDR, there's an EDR, or an essential oil desk reference, that you can have access to online or in bookstores. And those um, desk references will tell you about the therapeutic qualities in essential oils. So with over 7,000 you know, publications on you know, the National Institute of Health's website called PubMed, you will just learn you know, that that's just one of the places where you can learn more about how essential oils have been studied and how they've clinically been proven to be helpful. And just in my experience, I've also seen um, and learned of many cases where they are. In the videos, you see the application of these uh, six different oils, and there's also a little tool, looks like a little glass tube that she's using. Can you explain a bit about what that what that is and how it's used? I can. Um, I need to... Um, of course, give my own disclaimer. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't prescribe and I cannot um, diagnose. But this is a simple glass um, dropper that she's using. And the reason she's using it is because it actually stimulates um, the, the top of the brainstem and the spine to actually release um, blockages, um, petrochemicals, different things that are um, along the brain and the spinal cord so that it can then be eliminated. Um, but that, um, you could call it a glass probe, you could call it an eyedropper. I actually have um, one of those stir rods that you can find in a chemistry lab. But I need to emphasize that um, I would really recommend any of your listeners really talk to me about how to use this. Um, because it can have a very powerful effect. And after I saw Jean do her neuroocular technique, I watched another um, layperson doing it um, with, uh, I would say, a very um, powerful intention for healing. And this was in a case of a person who didn't have Parkinson's, but they had a tremendous emotional release. So I really, truly want to emphasize to people this is something to really be respected and carefully um, taught and learned. In spite of the fact that, yes, a layperson can do it, I would really like to emphasize that. 
If you've just joined us, I'm uh, talking and interviewing uh, Gene Oswald, one of the 14 pioneers of recovery that I interviewed in the uh, book, Pioneers of Recovery. And uh, please, if you've just joined us, click on the two videos that you see on the computer screen. And what we're talking about is the demonstration of using essential oils as a technique that can be used to help a person get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. The man that you see in the video has Parkinson's, and the woman who's applying the oils is his wife. Can a person, Gene, do this themselves uh, if they don't have a partner or another person who's there every day to help them with that? Can they actually get the uh, oils on their bodies using the technique themselves? Well, that's a really great question. Um, first of all, we can all put our right hand behind our head and um, do what I uh, would call a Vitaflex technique, which is basically a, a rolling motion with your, say, your three or four fingers of your dominant hand uh, and applying that Vitaflex technique to the back of the head where that locus coryllus is. That, I believe, can definitely have an effect on the blood-brain barrier and having the oils be taken into the spinal column. So obviously you can't, you know, do yourself on your back, but if you know anything about reflexology, the foot has different points of the body on it. So the spinal points of the feet could be used if you wanted to do this to yourself. And, and, yes, I could both show you diagrams and talk you through it um, in a consultation. So it's clear that in the video it would be difficult for a person to apply the oil in some of the places on the back because we can't reach our own backs in those places. But there are other ways of applying the oil to, for example, feet or other parts of our bodies yeah. and do it ourselves. Now, you mentioned uh, what you're not. You mentioned you are not a medical doctor, but you don't. You have not mentioned what you are. So you are a, a registered nurse, and uh, you have actually had intensive experience for many, many, many years in a, uh, a very uh, intensive uh, medical uh, environment with intensive care units uh, serving in the capacity of intensive care nurses. And uh, and you're, uh, as I understand it, not doing that now. What happened? Uh, you're now doing essential oils, and you're not doing uh, intensive care nursing work. What happened? Right. Well, my background, I have about 14 years both in hospital nursing and in community health nursing. I was a hospice nurse. I was an IV nurse. I've done a number of um, different things, which I love about nursing, but about um, six or eight years ago, I became very, you know, saddened and frustrated with the allopathic um, ways of treating uh, people. Um, I did not think that drugs and surgery were a complete um, healing model to use. I'm also a very sensitive person myself, and the productivity expectation and the fast pace of modern nursing was just more than uh, my body wanted to take. So I began exploring um, my own passions and worked with a coach in developing um, a business. I became certified as a clinical aromatherapist a few years ago, and I've been working with clients um, about three days a week. I work two days a week as an IV nurse but I um, love doing the consultations, and I do raindrop technique, and I'm getting ready to start doing norecular technique. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about a few things with that. So the raindrop technique is uh, similar in the sense that different uh, essential oils are used on the body? Yes. So uh, you'll have to tell people where you're from. Where where, where do you live in uh, the world? I'm in Rochester, New York, um, and probably considered middle of the state between Buffalo and Syracuse. And I have a website called CompassionateConsulting.net, and I also do consultations over the phone for people who are out of town. And then uh, people that have seen this video and want to get more information about the essential oils, uh, how would they call you then if they uh, would like to actually talk with you? Um, can I just give my phone number here? 
if you'd like, I don't know whether you'd like to be able to do that because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to hear it. So. It's <laughs> okay. My phone number is 585-872-6242. Well, one of the challenges of uh, the uh, young essential oils in particular is, uh, as I understand it, you, you cannot go into a drugstore and order a young essential oil. Is that correct? I mean, they're not readily available in stores uh, in a person's neighborhood. That's correct. You can easily order them online, but um, a, a pers- uh, the owner of a store would have to have his own membership with Young Living before they would be offering them in their store. So around here, I actually do have um, a few store owners who sell Young Living oils in their store. Um, you will notice that they cost more. Um, I actually have physicians who are now buying essential oils from me through my website. And, you know, the more the word is getting out about this and the more um, healthcare people are seeing that clinical studies do back this up, the more they're open to, um, you know, hearing that their patients are using them, that they're having good effects, and also uh, recommending them. We have a, there's a physician in Buffalo who actually uses a lot of Young Living essential oils in her practice. Oh, that's quite amazing, Jean. Well, I want to uh, thank you so much for uh, being available to us to talk about the video, explain to people what they're actually seeing, and volunteer your availability to uh, answer questions uh, from people who'd like to know more about uh, what essential oils are all about. Thanks, Bobby. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Like I said, I'm trying to um, figure out for myself um, how much I can handle time-wise. I I have a hope that I can be working with more Parkinson's patients doing auricular technique myself, even if I just charge people the cost of the oils and do my own clinical study. I'm really not sure yet how I'm going to be doing this, but I I certainly have an interest in it. Oh, that's absolutely exciting for me to hear because, uh, as you know, we're all about documenting all kinds of things people can do to get relief from their symptoms. And uh, clearly we've got evidence from this uh, video of something that is helping somebody. So if you want to know uh, more details about essential oils, uh, that is discussed in uh, by Gene and Pioneers of Recovery, the, uh, the book that's uh, actually listed there on your computer uh, announcement page for this teleseminar. And you can also uh, actually acquire recordings of the actual interviews, not only with Gene, but of the other uh, pioneers of recovery through CDs or uh, MP3 downloads. So if you want more information, basically, the way to do it would be to uh, simply pursue that through getting uh, getting either a desktop copy or a print version of Pioneers of Recovery, since she's one of the featured uh, guests in Pioneers of Recovery. She literally is one of the 14 pioneers. And um, if you'd like to know more specifically about essential oils, let me encourage you to uh, contact her directly, either through her website where there's quite a bit of information or, uh, or literally just to contact her directly so she can provide you with some additional information. So thanks so much, Jane, for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me, Bobby. If you live in uh, other parts of the world other than Rochester, New York, and would like to email Jean, you can contact her at the following email. Jean, J-E-A-N, at, and this is all one word, CompassionateConsulting.net. That's her website address. And so that's spelled uh, C-O-M-P-A-S-S-I-O-N-A-T-E-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot net. If you're anywhere near uh, Rochester, New York, I encourage you to contact Jean and uh, take advantage of her very generous uh, offer. And if you don't live near Rochester, New York, uh, let me suggest if you'd like to know more information uh, about essential oils, to be sure and call her. Uh, she's an incredible resource. Uh, so at this point, you've got a lot of information uh, about essential oils. If you're moved to take action, you know who to contact to get more information. And, of course, there may be aromatherapists uh, in your local area that, are, that can also provide some support. 
I'm convinced uh, that uh, food is a big factor in uh, being able to enter yourself on the road to recovery, but uh, the fact is that what we put on our skin has a huge impact on our health and wellness. We are literally feeding ourselves as a result of what we are putting onto our bodies. So if you think of essential oils as not just aroma-inducing factors, but rather food, uh, you also can uh, acknowledge how this can have a huge impact on the neurological system in anyone's body. I think it's, a, it's, a, it's encouraging to see uh, the early research that shows that these essential oils are having remarkable impacts. There's a second piece of this that I don't want anyone to miss. Uh, some of the people who are listening to this particular radio program uh, do not have the symptoms of Parkinson's, but who are spouses or family members or friends of individuals who do have the symptoms of Parkinson's. And you may be asking yourself, I'd really like to help out, but I don't know exactly what to do. My personal feeling is this is a wonderful option of something that an individual who cares about another who has the symptoms of Parkinson's can take. You can actually uh, call Jean, you can talk with her, you can uh, order all six essential oils for the NAT technique or just one oil, and then uh, you can actually uh, help the person apply them or apply them yourself. Uh, it seems to me it's a, it's a wonderful gesture that anybody can make uh, to an individual who is having significant symptoms. Um, be clear that uh, there are very specific oils that can address very specific symptoms so that if you have a loved one who has a, a specific problem and a specific challenge, it's very likely that there's uh, an essential oil or a couple of oils that can, uh, that can really provide significant relief. Uh, so consider as a possibility essential oils as as one of the many, many alternatives that are available to you in being able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Now we move to the second piece of the second part of the program today that I am really totally jazzed about. Uh, as many of you know, I'm finishing up uh, my book, Road to Recovery, and one of the reasons I haven't released it uh, yet is I've been coming across some very recent information that's incredibly exciting, and I keep saying to myself, I can't release this yet. I've got to, I've got to write this information up. So I find myself writing more and more stories about what I've uh, learned, uh, which has just come out literally in the last uh, few weeks or the last month. Now, one of the stories that I want everybody to know about is an article that appeared in Neurology just last month by uh, Dr. Christopher Gotts, who's from uh, the Rush Medical Center in Chicago. This article is quite amazing. It's actually a historical article, and he talks about a discovery that was made by Dr. Charcot. Now, Dr. Charcot is a person that some of you may be familiar with, but many are probably not. Uh, He lived over 100 years ago in the 1800s in France, and he was the equivalent of a neurologist today. Uh, Dr. Charcot is the uh, doctor who actually named Parkinson's disease. It's named, as many of you know, after Dr. Parkinson's from the early 1800s who actually recorded observing the symptoms of Parkinson's. And and yet, the truth is that the actual name is derived from the work of this very well-known doctor, Dr. Charcot, C-H-A-R-C-O-T. Now, what many people don't know and what was revealed in the article that was just published last month is that a year before Dr. Charcot died, which was in 1893, that is in 1892, uh, he had made a quite fascinating observation about the patients who came to see him who had the symptoms of Parkinson's. Here's what his observation was. He noticed that the individuals that came to see him who came by train or by carriage tended to have far fewer symptoms than individuals who came through other means or other routes. Now, what's so common about a train or a carriage as opposed to how other people might actually get to his office and I must confess, I'm not sure what all of those other ways might have been over uh, 100 years ago. I'm guessing probably walking, probably riding on horses. I'm not sure exactly how they got there. But what he observed is the difference was in the vibration. 
So he thought and speculated that perhaps uh, if a person is physically vibrated, that it will help somehow uh, provide some relief for the symptoms of Parkinson's. So what did he do? He actually invented a vibrating chair. And you see a picture of this chair in the article that was just uh, published uh, last uh, month in Urology. Now, this chair looks pretty pretty archaic, uh, but basically uh, uh, you sit in the chair and it vibrates the person. Uh, and apparently it, was, it could be powered mechanically, but it was also powered by steam and by other means. And so uh, they did a lot of experimentations. There was always a healthcare provider or the equivalent of a nurse today who was with uh, the patient in the chair, and they would adjust the vibrations as a factor of how tolerant the, the person could be of the vibrations. And uh, there were some early results of research that uh, indicated that this particular therapy was successful. Now, there are not many, and it's pretty sketchy, and clearly it wasn't well documented, uh, particularly for that uh, era. But, uh, but the result was that, um, that vibration apparently has a positive effect. Now, the end of the story is that he didn't really uh, pursue that particular line of research because he died in 1893, right when he was beginning to get into it. He had a student who um, decided not to carry on the research of the vibrations, but uh, the student invented a vibrating helmet, which it was actually put onto a person. It looked a bit like a, a football helmet. And apparently the helmet physically vibrated, and uh, apparently there were uh, no results that could be found on the success of this particular therapy, uh, but it was abandoned by this particular uh, medical doctor. Uh, it sounds like it really was not effective, and, uh, and it, there was also reports that this particular doctor uh, struggled with his own sanity uh, over the uh, subsequent years. And so the work of Dr. Charcot in this vibrating chair uh, was actually literally uh, abandoned by by the entire medical community. Well, as it, as it turns out, the whole idea has resurfaced just in the last month, and it's not just from the article that was published in uh, Neurology last month. I interviewed a man whose name is Lee Bender, and you can listen to the radio program of my interview with him that was uh, aired last month. Uh, Lee's son actually invented a vibrating lounge. This is quite incredible. Uh, and he, his son, decided, well, let me see if it'll help Dad or not. And so Dad tried out this particular lounge, and it turned out that Lee's symptoms were significantly improved as a result of this experience. Uh, Lee apparently went to his neurologist just a couple of weeks ago, and his neurologist was astounded by Lee's improvement. I mean, he literally couldn't believe how much better he was in terms of his mobility. Uh, as compared to when the neurologist saw him during his last visit. Apparently, the neurologist now has uh, been able to acquire a number of these, uh, these what, what are called smart lounges for his own offices. I mean, he was so persuaded uh, that this was successful, he began to just experiment uh, with having a lounge in his office for a day and getting all of his patients to use it. And apparently, everybody uh, reported that they, they uh, found some relief from actually uh, lying on this lounge. The lounge uses uh, headphones, uh, which take advantage of a binaural beat, and that's uh, for uh, for those of you that may not be familiar with that term. Uh, it also has a, it's known as Holosync, a term uh, that was uh, invented by uh, another company. It's uh, it's a uh, juxtaposed uh, uh, beat between the right and the left ear, and it helps reprogram the whole brain. Uh, and uh, the the, the uh, overall effect is that the the Holosync impact is to uh, enable a person not to get so upset and anxious and fearful about uh, various situations on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. And so the idea of this particular invention is it's uh, it's literally a lounge, just kind of a cushion kind of a device. You lie on it, you put these headphones on, you turn on a CD, which is uh, it's got a bunch of uh, very pleasing sounds, and you rock and roll. I mean, literally, uh, you rock from your feet all the way up to your head, all the way back down to your feet. And so your whole body is vibrating as you're listening to this Holosync uh, technology. Um, the company, as it turns out, I called them, and uh, I learned about it very early on, and I said, tell us about this. So Parkinson's recovery is all about trying to identify any new ideas out there that are giving people relief. And, and I also actually wanted to be able to get access to Lee Bender so I could interview him. So I got to the company, and um, they said, well, 
of course you can interview uh, uh, Ed's dad, Lee. Ed is the one who is uh, the uh, the creator of this particular product. And uh, and second, uh, why don't we just send you one of these lounges uh, to Olympia, Washington, and uh, see what you think about it. So they literally just packaged up this uh, lounge and sent it to me. That's, that's, you know, it just said, we want you to try it out and see what it's like. And I had really uh, no idea uh, about what I was going to see in the mail uh, the following week. Well, they sent it. And uh, I've extended the invitation now on several radio programs for anybody nearby Olympia, Washington, to come and try out the lounge. I mean, we want to get feedback. We want to get information from people about whether or not it helps. So far, everybody that's tried uh, the lounge uh, tells me and reports back that uh, it's miraculous, that it is uh, providing uh, incredible uh, relief from symptoms, giving them all kind of insights about actions they need to take. There are just all sorts of incredible reports that we're getting back. So I'm personally encouraged. Um, I've used it. Deborah's used it, and, and we both like it. I mean, it's really a uh, it's a uh, out there, spacey kind of thing where you can go out into another zone and and really get relaxed. I think it relaxes the tissues, and it looks like it helps connect the uh, brain tissue connection. Uh, which means that it is going to have a positive impact on the on the, the entire neuro- neurological system. So it's called the uh, the the the, uh, the smart lounge. And what I want to say to everyone are, is a couple of things. One, if you if you live anywhere near Olympia, uh, feel free to contact me by phone or email, and we'd love for you to give it a try so we can get some more evidence on the individuals uh, who it, it really can provide some uh, significant relief. Um, second of all, if you live anywhere in Chicago or near Chicago, uh, Rush University is uh, so interested in the Smart Lounge, they are going to be doing a study of this particular uh, product called the Smart Lounge. And so if you're, if you're, uh, if you're a, a patient of the Rush uh, Medical Center or if you live anywhere near there, contact them. And uh, they're apparently setting up the study now, and I'm sure it's not quite set up because uh, they've just made the preliminary arrangements and uh, they have to get all the protocols uh, ready. Uh, But I want to invite you uh, to consider participating or volunteering to participate in that particular study at Rush University because that's going to be a wonderful opportunity for us to get a lot of evidence on a lot of individuals that have the symptoms of Parkinson's. They're going to apparently at Rush uh, basically run everybody who volunteers uh, through the study, so you'll have a chance to uh, experience the uh, the smart lounge. You lie on that for 30 minutes, you rock and roll, you're, you're vibrated from head to toe. This is, uh, this is a gentle vibration, and it can be adjusted depending on what your uh, particular preferences are. And then you also listen to uh, through the, these headphones, the, uh, the holosync sounds. So they're actually going to start and launch an actual formal research study for uh, for whether or not this particular smart lounge can have a positive impact on the individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. What's quite interesting to me is that um, it appears to uh, simply be a resurgence of an idea that's over 100 years old. It's re- really what Charcot had observed uh, with his patients. He invented uh, something uh, that's, uh, you know, 100 years ancient now, uh, and so what we've got is the modern version of what he created, but, uh, but it's going to be exciting if, in fact, this uh, is found uh, to have uh, significant positive impacts for people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. I'm quite frankly uh, quite concerned about individuals who get to the stage where they're pretty immobile and really can't get exercise, they can't move. That's going to automatically mean that the symptoms are, are going to uh, atrophy. And so uh, it's nice to see that there's uh, suddenly uh, the, the possibility of hope for a technology that may be able to get a person who's uh, uh, challenged with uh, walking uh, to be able to, uh, to get back, back online, so to speak, and so they can begin to move, begin to get out, begin to exercise, begin to move their body. Um, this, it seems to me, is, uh, is, a, is a wonderful possibility. We don't know, of course, yet what the real result is, but, uh, but it's encouraging to me. So uh, there's, first of all, the opportunity to try it out here at Olympia. Obviously, we just want people to try it. We're not, we're not talking about any money here. You don't have to pay to try it. We just want some uh, reports uh, from people so that we can document uh, what people's experiences are, whether they're positive or not. And second of all, you, if you're near Chicago, uh, you can obviously get access uh, to the research study that will probably be launched here uh, pretty soon. I, I think, uh, from what I understand, it will probably be started in a couple of months. There's a third possibility I also want to put out there. And this is something, if you're a person who uh, has a loved one who has the symptoms of Parkinson's, that you, you, you can play a role in. 
The idea that I've got uh, for anybody out there is you could actually order one of these smart lounges for yourself uh, with the idea that you're going to really just try it out for 30 days, and then what you want to be sure and do is, is send it back. The company has a 30-day guaranteed money-back uh, deal, which means that um, basically you can order it, and uh, receive it, and then uh, basically try it out and see what you think. You can tell me then what you think so I can document it, and then you basically just send it back to the company. Uh, I think it's a great idea for anybody who's a member of a support group uh, so that a lot of you can uh, use that as your support group activity for the month and uh, see what you think. Uh, that's obviously what uh, we're doing here in Olympia is getting uh, lots of uh, evidence from people who are here locally. Uh, but you could basically order it and have it sent to anywhere in the world. But I do want to make sure that I'm clear about what the uh, costs would be. Um, essentially, uh, you can get information about this uh, uh, particular lounge by uh, going to the main website, which is nextneuro, N-E-X-N-E-U-R-O dot com. They have a more advanced version, which apparently costs $10,000. That's not the one that I'm talking about. This is a, a stationary kind of a lounge. You can call the following number to get more information about the lounge, and that number is 215-942-2743, and his name is Bob Goodman, who is the person who can provide information about the smart lounge. It cost, I just uh, talked with Bob to clarify the actual cost. Apparently the total cost is $2,000. So if you wanted to try it on a 30-day basis, you'd have to have a credit card that would have you know, $2,000 available. Or, of course, you could band together with lots of members in a support group and uh, get together that and basically uh, you, you pay for it. They ship it out to you. The shipping cost, the actual cost of it is about 1800 but the shipping cost is about 190 apparently on average or 200 now, here's the deal. This is what I want to make sure that you understand. And you can talk to Bob uh, more extensively about this deal on the phone. If you decide you want to order it for yourself or for your whole support group, uh, you'll, you'll be charged that amount of money on your credit card. Now, you're literally buying this thing. You'll want to know that you've got to send it back in 30 days. It comes in two relatively large boxes. If you're a person that has uh, challenges with uh, mobility, you're going to need help actually uh, putting this together. And then you're going to need help being able to take it, take it apart, put it back in the box, and ship it back. Now, the other cost of this is you'll have to pay for the return shipping. In other words, you'll have to pay about $190 if you decide you want to go this route, or $200 depending on where you live, or it could be even more if you live in another uh, country. So there is, there would be a cost. You can try it for 30 days, and obviously the more people the better. Uh, we'll get some information, evidence on this, and then to pack it back up, uh, it'll take a little effort, obviously, to get it back into the boxes. You'll have to use some tape, and then you'll have to actually pay for the shipping to go back to the company. And, again, that's about $190. Now, now I just want to point out, though, the company is paying for the shipping to you. So they're basically splitting that with you, and then you, you have to pay the $200 back. So if there are 10 persons in a support group and you'd like to do this as an activity for the month, as something new and different and, uh, you know, just something different to try, it means that each person would be paying on average about $20 to have this experience. And, of course, you could use it uh, for, for the entire 30 days. Anyway, that's the deal. And I thought, well, that's pretty – that's an interesting thing for people to do and try out and see what you think. And if you do this – if you call Bob, if you decide to order this uh, with the idea, you'll use it for 30 days and be sure to you know, turn it back after that. And then, of course, so the charge on your credit card would be, would be totally refunded so that, so that they're, they're, you know, the only charge you would actually incur would be to actually send the smart law lounge boxes back. There are relatively large boxes. And, again, uh, you, you're going to need help uh, being able to assemble this together. It only takes about 30 minutes, but you're going to need help getting it out of the boxes, and you'll need, you'll need to have help actually putting it back in the boxes. And it's like a lounge, and so it obviously also takes up space, so you'll have to figure out where you, you want to put it if other people are involved. Uh, but I'd love it if uh, some of you would like to uh, consider that as a possibility for yourself or for your support group as something you might want to try out. Um, again, uh, the actual cost is going to be uh, apparently about $190. Uh, 
uh, and uh, you also have to incur that charge on your credit card for about uh, 30 days. So, you know, it's just a possibility. Uh, there's research being done. We're trying to get as much information as quickly as we can, and I promise that if you try it out, I'll, uh, I'll put out exactly what you tell me so people have a good idea of uh, whether or not it's succeeding or not. The, the re- early results, I want to say, are really encouraging, and so uh, this is obviously not a cure. We're not talking about something that's going to fully uh, help people. Uh, get better immediately, but uh, but it looks like it can uh, it can and provide uh, significant help, just like essential oils can. And it's obviously something that if you uh, have an individual who has the symptoms of Parkinson's, you want to know what you can do. Hey, this is something that you can do. You can take some action on this, get this particular thing uh, uh, set up, and, um, and 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 have an experience. It, it doesn't just help people with Parkinson's; it's apparently helping uh, people who have significant stress and other problems, other physical problems. So uh, it might help everybody who actually lies on it. We don't know at this point. That's what we want to discover. So two important discoveries uh, that are uh, looming out there. Uh, One of them uh, has to do with essential oils, and the other has to do uh, with uh, vibrating and also doing holosync and combination. So we've got exciting things that are happening out there every month, and we're here to report them. That's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that you are on the road to recovery. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. Good day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.